Hello everyone, and welcome to another exciting adventure at the Hub World. Today's quest will have us covering a very special Pokemon topic. My name is Jules, and today our party members are... Mateo. And Gino. Whether you're joining our adventure from YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify, be sure to like and subscribe. Let's get this adventure rolling. Um, today, this is a very special episode, so I think we're going to skip our housekeeping. That's just because this is a special episode. It isn't every episode at the Hub World a special episode. Yes, you are correct. But this is a series of episodes, and therefore, we want to keep it consistent, and we want to keep it concise. Um, so I'll tell you a little bit about that. So this idea kind of just came to us literally in a dream, actually. It literally came to me in a dream. I had this dream while I was on vacation, and I woke up and was like, that is a good idea. And I immediately messaged everybody at the Hub World and said, we have to do this. So we are going to be creating our ideal 151 Pokedex. So everybody knows Pokemon started with that magic number, 151. Um, so much nostalgia, so much hype around those original 151. So the concept of this series is, well, if you had to go back to 151, which 151 would you pick? Sounds simple, but it's not simple. Have a few rules. So for the most part, um, we had free reign, but we also had to keep with the traditions that were in Gen 1. We wanted to keep with that same structure. Um, so in doing that, each of these Pokedexes needs to have, you know, three starter lines, one grass, one fire, um, one water, um, and they have to be a traditional starter line. There has to be a regional bird. There has to be a regional bug. There has to be a regional rodent. We wanted to keep Eevee in there and pick three evolutions of whichever type we'd like. There were only four legendaries in Gen 1, so only four legendaries here. And Mew was the only mythical, so only one mythical here. And then the other, or sorry, and also there are, um, we wanted to keep the fossil lines as well. So only two fossil lines there, excluding Aerodactyl, because Aerodactyl was a one-stage fossil line, and it's the only one of its kind. So we said that we wouldn't count that as a fossil for the sake of this. But then the other thing, too, is that we have to keep all of the one-stage line, two-stage line, and three-stage line Pokemon the same number. So, for example, if I'm going to swap out a line such as Machamp's line, which is Machop, Machoke, and then Machamp, I have to swap it out with something that is also a three-stage line. Um, so that is kind of the limitation of this game is you have to keep the same number of Pokemon, which also, you know, will bring out some new things because some Pokemon have gotten evolutions ever since. So if you can include that full line, you actually have to remove it. So for Pokemon like Magmar or Scyther, if we're going to include them on our decks, we actually have to put them into their new evolution number. So you're going to see a cool little reworking of the 151 based off the Pokemon that we'd like to put in, as well as within those limitations. The only other stipulation was there had to be one Pokemon of every single type, but I don't know about you two, but I found that to be very easy. I didn't even think it was much of a limitation. It just kind of happened naturally. Oh, and the last one that we did include as well is whichever Pokemon replaces Pikachu and Raichu 
will become the new mascot of the series. And there's actually one more. We're only allowed one pseudo line. Oh, yes, of course. And yes, we had to have a pseudo legendary line. It was the only allowed there. Um, and for the most part, all of these types of Pokemon, so for example, like the pseudos or the starters, they could only be placed where they were replacing something. So you can only have three starter lines. So there's a little bit of like choice and a little bit of sacrifice that had to be made. So it's a little fun little game and we've decided to make it into a series. So rather than all of us giving you our 151 that we've come up with and making this a three hour long episode, we decided let's make it a series and each person can share their ideal Pokedex with us per episode. So for this episode, Mateo is going to be sharing his Pokedex. We're going to go through each of the Pokemon within the original 151 and who's being replaced, who's being kept. Um, he's going to tell us um, his reasonings and his ideas as we go through. And then at the end, we'll give you some stats, the new type breakdown. So that's what that's going to look like. For those of you listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts, we'll be, you know, talking so you can follow along. But if you'd like a little bit more engagement, if you hop on YouTube, we're actually going to have some images accompanying all of our explanations so you can see those Pokemon that are being replaced. I know we're getting up to a thousand, so you might not remember every Pokemon. But if you'd like to see those images on YouTube, you'll be able to see that we have some visuals accompanying this. So I think we're ready to go. Just quickly before I start my list, I actually really thought about the composition of my list in terms of where I would want to meet my Pokemon along the journey throughout the game. So Pokemon that appear at the top of the list will be Pokemon I would ideally see in the early game. And then as you get towards the end, that's when like Pokemon that require uh, higher levels to evolve and things like that would appear. So that's the one little constant I have throughout my list. But otherwise, I think I was able to fit the vast majority of my favorite Pokemon of all time on this list. So I was actually quite proud of the end result. So speaking of favorite Pokemon of all time, uh, there's no better way for me to start than talk about Trico, Grovile, and Sceptile, the greatest grass line in all of Pokemon, starter or not. I love these guys. This was like an absolute no-brainer. And same thing with my fire starters, Charmander, Charmeleon, and Charizard. They're a lock. Like if this was Pokemon Red, it would still be Charizard on there. And then finally, my favorite water starters of all time, Totodile, Croconaw, and Feraligator. These starters, all three lines, have been my favorite since I first met them in Pokemon, and I don't think my love of these lines will ever change. All right, so those are my starters, Pokemon 1 through 9. On to number 10, starting with the regional bug, Caterpie. Uh, I've axed Caterpie's line in favor for my all-time favorite regional bug line, Grubbin, Chargerbug, and Vicavolt. Really? Yeah, Vicavolt is like one of my all-time favorite, I'd say probably top 25 Pokemon in all honesty when I think about it. I love the bug electric typing, and just the designs of them are just so cool. Like, yeah, like competitively, Vicavolt isn't the greatest. It's got weird stat distributions, but I just think purely on design and just... I guess nostalgia at this point, I can confidently put uh, Vicavolt's line in that spot. Interestingly enough, Gen 1's weird because Gen 1 had two regional bugs with Caterpie's line and Weedle's line. I've completely axed Weedle's line and I have not, I'm not replacing it with a bug line. So 
Pokemon 13, 14, 15, I picked my favorite three-stage normal Pokemon line it, with Slackoth, Vigoroth, and Slacking. I love Gen 3. There's going to be a lot of Gen 3 Pokemon on my list. You've already seen it with, with Sceptile and Trico and Groval, but there's going to be a lot more Gen 3 to come. I just love the whole idea with Slackoth's lazy, Vigoroth is like super upbeat and like he's vigorous, and then Slacking is resorting back to being lazy again and i love the designs of these pokemon they're just among my favorite as well like that's the like i just put my favorite pokemon on this list so i thought that would be a little surprising it was so i believe now it is the regional bird and once again spoilers i have cut the regional birds from gen 1 pidgey's line i picked my favorite regional birds hailing from the kalos region fletchling fletchinder and talonflame Fire flying is so cool to have on regional birds. Before that, it was always, you know, normal flying was the type to be expected. But then they mixed it up by adding fire in there. It's true. Talonflame was cool. This is a little weird. I'm not replacing a regional rodent with another regional rodent. More on that later. But I'm replacing Rattata and Raticate with Rockruff and Lycanroc. Mm, solid. No pun intended. Yeah. <laughs> Rock Rockruff's the type of Pokemon that like screams early game. You would probably see it in the first root or the second root of the game. You would get it and it doesn't take very much to evolve. It's just a really good early companion Pokemon. I figured, okay, if I'm gonna replace the Rodin that you see everywhere, I would want a Pokemon that could also be kind of seen everywhere as well. That was my logic behind Rockruff and Lycanroc. And then Lycanroc's just cool. All three forms of it are really cool. Love that Pokemon. Numbers 21 and 22, Spiro and Firo. Once again, another regional bird type situation. So I replaced Spiro and Firo with the other two-stage regional bird. Again, some of my favorite Pokemon, Talo and Swellow from the Hoenn region. I love Swellow. It, my love for that Pokemon comes from the Pokemon anime. Asha's Swellow was so cool. It's going to start to get real weird real quick with this list. So replacing Ekans and Arbok... I have another bug Pokemon, a two-stage bug Pokemon, Dupiter and Araquanid. I love the typing, the bug water typing. I love the design. And Dupiter actually can learn a lot of really cool moves that you wouldn't necessarily would think a bug water Pokemon would learn. And that's why I kind of like it. it. It's got a really good move set. Honestly, I'm a bit shocked by how much Gen 7 I have on here so far. Yeah. Because if you recall... I said it! But but you know what? The Gen 7 love slows down quite a bit after this. So, I said earlier that I did not have a regional rodent where I should have. The reason that is, is because my regional rodent is my new mascot. Sacrilege, I know. I took Pikachu and Raichu out. But Pikachu and Raichu cannot be in this position anyways. Because they are a three-stage Pokemon now with the inclusion of Pichu. Replacing Pichu, Pikachu and Raichu... I have Bidoof and Bibarel. Yeah! I knew it. Yeah, I used to hate Bidoof, okay? But over the years, he, he's, he's the type of Pokemon that just lingers around and sort of like makes you want to like it. And give Pokemon Company credit, they've marketed the crap out of Bidoof in the last like five years or so. That Bidoof short that we got a while ago too. Oh, so good. And honestly, I have a feeling I might not be the only one who did this, but <laughs> I'm sorry if you guys chose this and i stole your thunder but 
once again, like Bidoof is so cool. I don't care about Babarel. Like people forget about Raichu anyways. So Babarel's got that going for him, like Raichu did. So, but yeah, Bidoof is the mascot. Like easily, there's a lot of Pokemon I thought of putting in here that have mascot potential, and I did include them later in the list, and I'll probably mention them as they come around. But yeah, I I'm so happy I thought of this. Anyways, Sanchu and Sandslash, I kept actually I kept Sanchu and Sandslash, the regular Sanchu and Sandslash. I love those designs, so um, not much to be said there. Now replacing the Nidoran female line and the Nidoran male line. So I'm going to go over these. Uh, I replaced Nidoran female with Togepi, Togetek, and Togekiss. I forgot Togekiss existed for a while, to be honest with you, while I was making this list. And I was thinking maybe Togepi would be a good mascot, but obviously can't do that. They're fantastic Pokemon. A lot of nostalgia because of the anime with Togepi as well. So I'm really happy with that swap. And then replacing Nidoran males line i have ralts curlia and gardevoir Ooh. so ralts is another early pokemon you would get in any game and so this is like a huge block of fairy pokemon i have here six fairy pokemon in a row gardevoir is like a fantastic pokemon as well both for its move pool and its design like i have a lot of lot of respect for gardevoir what about gallade i did not well, gallade gallade. couldn't be included yeah there's nope. no no Gallade no place. In, this, in this gen. Curlia has to be female to evolve to Gardevoir, correct? Nope. You can, you can have male Gardevoir. Yeah, right. you just can't have female uh, Gallade. Gallade. Oh, okay, that's yeah. it. All right, so, yeah, I do not have Gallade on my decks. There's a lot of Pokemon I wanted to have the other one of as well, but, like, I didn't know how I would fit that. But, but anyways, mm-hmm. now replacing Clefairy and Clefable, I need to get some type variety in this list. So I have Hondaur and Houndoom. Mm-hmm. Get some. Got. I think Hound, that's my first dark type. I love Houndour and Houndoom. Also, if Mega Evolution is included in this, I I forgot to mention Sceptile could be a Mega, Charizard could be a Mega, and now Houndoom could be a Mega as well. Very true. I love Mega Evolutions. So yeah, I I uh, included them, and then now replacing Vulpix and Ninetales. <laughs> yes, I replaced Vulpix and Ninetales. We need some grass Pokemon early in the game, aside from your starter. So I picked one of my favorite grass Pokemon from Gen 3, Shroomish and Breloom. Yeah! Breloom also is a fighting type Pokemon, so that's my first fighting type on the list. And now I also replaced Jigglypuff and Wigglytuff. Could you? (laughs) With a different normal type Pokemon. And actually, this Pokemon was in the original 151. I moved Snorlax all the way up. So Munchlax and Snorlax going from like the bottom of the decks to the close to the top. Munchlax and Snorlax are amazing. Enough said. So once again, I have gutted the original 151. So there's going to be a lot of Pokemon that just are gone, especially in this chunk here. I, I swapped Poison for Poison. Zubat and Golbat out. Krogunk and Toxicroak in. Very good uh, choice. Good choice. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, at this point, I'm like, okay, you would see Zubat in uh, Mount Moon. So what Pokemon could I envision seeing in this part of the game? So I took out Oddish and its line and replaced it with a ground type. But not just a ground type, a ground dark type. Sandile, Crocorock, and Crocodile. They're like Good some choice. of my favorite Pokemon from Gen 5. And I love Ash's Crocodile with the sunglasses. A lot of Pokemon that Ash had are on my list. So... <laughs> 
But yeah, we need still a lot more squishy bug type Pokemon or grass type Pokemon on my list. So I took Paris and Parasect out and I replaced it with a very similar Pokemon, I, I feel, with Dwebble and Crustle. Yeah, very similar. They're another rock type. That is surprising to me. I really like Dwebble and Crustle. I didn't at first, but they're, they've grown on me. One Unite. Yeah, that's one of the reasons, honestly. Now on to Pokemon 48. I have taken out Venonet and Venomoth. Shocker, huh? Speaking of shock, I replaced them with an electric type. Electric and Manectric. Some of my favorite Pokemon, once again, from Gen 3. I sound like a broken record, but they have the ability to Mega Evolve. And the designs as well, fantastic. I cut Diglett and Dugtrio out. So Pokemon 50 and 51. Not that much of a departure, but Bonsly and Sudowoodo. Oh, that's a good choice. I love me some Sudowoodo. So then replacing Meowth in Persian... I have another favorite of mine from Gen 3, Snowrunt and Glalie. Another Pokemon that has mega potential with Glalie. And the first ice type I have on here, I believe. Yes. So this is the first water type that I'm axing from Gen 1. Just a quick aside, I didn't realize how many water types were in Gen 1. There's a lot of water. Yeah, every gen has so many water. Like, I really cut the number down, but I still have a lot. So replacing Psyduck and Golduck, I have... Another Pokemon from Gen 7, the grass-type line, Fromantis and Lorantis. They are pure oh, grass That types. is very surprising. That's interesting. very interesting. I played through Gen 7 with Lorantis, and I'm like, you know what, that's actually a really cool design. It, it grew on me after a while. It's weird um, pants. <laughs> it's <is> weird pants. <laughs> so I took Mankey and Primeape out, but I put a fighting-type line in. The Pokemon that ended up being the runner-up for mascot for me uh, Riolu and Lucario. Ooh. But I thought Bidoof was just too good of a fit that I'm like, you know what? Riolu isn't that well-known. Lucario would have been the mascot, whereas Bidoof and Pikachu are both of the first stage. So that's why I chose Bidoof over Riolu. And then swapping out Growlithe and Arcanine, I have another fire-type line. My favorite fire-type line from Gen 2, Slugma and Macargo. And Macargo is really good because Macargo is a dual type, fire, and rock. So is Arcanine. I gotta say, Mateo, I support people's personal opinions, but this one hurts. This one feels personal. Well, Jules, you really like Growlithe. I love Growlithe. I know you do, but like I've never been that big of a fan of Growlithe and Arcanine, to be honest with you. Next up, I have replacing Poliwag's line, Timpole, Palpitoad, and Seismitoad. The water ground type three stage pokemon from gen 5 i've always loved seismitoad the design is really cool and he can surprisingly learn a lot of fighting type moves if i recall correctly so he was a really versatile pokemon in my party through the unova region next up pokemon 63 through 68 no change at all i kept abra's line and machop's line intact they're like some of the most iconic pokemon from gen 1 and I love all of them, in all honesty. So, And then I also have Mega Alakazam I can use. This is an, another really strange position I was put in. I completely axed Bellsprout's line, but I added a three-stage line, and two of the three Pokemon in this line were from Gen 1, so I just moved them up in the Pokedex. So I added here Magnemite, Magneton, and Magnezone. They were another one that I thought of like immediately when I said, okay, when I make this list, I these Pokemon have to be there. The electric steel type is 
really cool, and I have very few Steel Pokemon up to this point, so I need to pad that out as well. I tried achieving balance in types in this list, so that was another thing. But I figured, okay, on Pokemon 72 and 73, I cut Tentacool and Tentacruel, but I need more Water-type Pokemon as well. So from Gen 3, Carvana and Sharpedo. They're fantastic designs for Pokemon, and Sharpedo can Mega Evolve. I love everything about them. They're they're so cool. Sharpedo's fast as well, and then the, the Water Dark type is cool as well. So then I axed Geodude and its line, and replaced it with a very, very dear favorite of mine from Gen 6, with Hone Edge, Dublade, and Aegislatch. Very nice. They had to be on this list. Aegislash yeah. alone, with its ability to change for the attack and defense form, that was so unique. The Steel Ghost type as well is really cool. It was a first, I believe. And yeah, the designs of those Pokemon are amazing. Another Pokemon that was originally in the 151 that got moved up, replacing Ponyta's line, is Tangela and Tangrowth. I love Tangrowth. He is a derp. And I just love encountering Tangrowth in games, especially in new Pokemon Snap and in Pokemon Legends. Just love how his arms are stretchy. And, like, I didn't really like Tangela until Tangrowth came out. So Tangrowth is also a Pokemon that's really easy to evolve and would be a good Pokemon that you could encounter early in the game. And then replacing Slowpoke's line, Pokemon 79 and 80, I have another water type, favorite of mine also from Gen 3, because there's a lot of water types in Gen 3, uh, Corphish and Crawdont. Oh, beautiful. Can't have enough water, though. Yeah, no such thing as too much water. Ash's Corphish from the anime was one of the most emotive Pokemon, very snarky, and I, I just love that about Corphish. And Corphish's design especially is really good. Crawdont is, I'm a bit iffy on, but in general, though, I think they're amazing Pokemon. Now, some of my all-time favorite Pokemon, maybe like a top 10 Pokemon, in my opinion, replacing the original position for Magnemite and Magneton. I have Gligar and Gliscor. I absolutely love Gliscor. Gliscor has been a staple on my team since Gen 4. And if there was a way that I could decide my Pokemon team at the very beginning of the game what I want it to be, I would put a Gligar on it immediately. Gliscor is just so fantastic. And once again, Ash's Gliscor is one of my favorite Pokemon from the show. Replacing Farfetch'd, I have another basic Pokemon that does not evolve, but it's also Flying-type, interestingly enough. And I didn't realize it was a Flying-type until making this, but Minior. Minior is a Flying-type? Yeah, Minior is Rock Flying. What? It's, a, it's supposed to be like a Falling Star, right? Oh my god, this is news. And Minior is really cool because it has all those different forms, all the different colors of Minior. And Shiny Minior is so cool as well. Being the yeah, black star, I believe, cool. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is such a well-designed Pokemon. I know it's from Gen Seven, but there's not very many Gen Seven Pokemon left now. Replacing Doduo and Dodrio, I have Sneasel and Weavile. Good choices. What? Wait, not Sneasel oh, and Sneasler. Sneasler. Nope. No, Sneasler's not an evolution. It's an alternate, so he can do it. But I'm just nope. surprised Mateo wouldn't choose Sneasler over Weavile. I absolutely despise Sneasler. I think it's been well documented in our Pokemon, our previous Pokemon episodes, how much I loathe Sneasler. 
That's a very it's strong not, word. It's the Waluigi of Pokemon in terms of like body shape. But everyone loves Waluigi. Yeah, but Waluigi's got a good attitude and a good design outside of his body shape. I don't mean to body shame Sneasler, but his legs are too long. Another Pokemon that I am pushing up on the original 151 because it has gained a evolution, replacing Seal and Dugong, I have Scyther and Scizor. Scizor is like, I think the first Pokemon where I'm like, this Pokemon is badass. And this really cool, sleek design, it can mega evolve. And just a fast Pokemon that could hit hard was really, really cool. I had Scizor on my team for a really, really long time. Recently, I've I've had to take them out, but... Yeah, Scizor's a good choice. Scyther and Scizor are both fantastic Pokemon. Uh, Pokemon mm-hmm. 88 through 94, unchanged. I've kept Grimer, Muck, Shelder, Cloyster, and Gastly's line. Muck is amazing. Ash's Muck just loved to, like, hug everyone. And, like, it was so, so funny. Like, I actually had Muck on my team back in Pokemon Red. Shelder and Cloyster, I originally had them off. I literally got to a point. These were the last two Pokemon I filled in on my list. I'm like, I need more water types and ice types. And literally, I just had to pick two Pokemon. There was no other Pokemon that I would like even consider. So they were literally the last addition to the list. And then Gastly's line. What can I say? Like, fantastic designs. I love the typing. The the Ghost Poison. Gengar can Mega Evolve. And Gigantamax. What I'm seeing here as a trend is that you like purple Pokemon. All six of these, or seven of these. They're all purple. Well, then we're going to keep the purple Pokemon trend going. Because (laughs) replacing Onyx, I have Sableye from Gen 3. Oh my god, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Sableye is amazing. I love the lore behind Sableye as well within the game. And Sableye can Mega Evolve. I know I keep saying Mega Evolve. I miss Mega Evolution. You're having yep. a home. Yep. Now, I know this Pokemon is not purple, but they are a ghost type as well. Uh, I have replacing Drowsy and Hypno, Phantump and Trevenant. Yes. Good choice. They're fantastic Pokemon. They were on my team during Gen 6. And the they were the first ghost grass type. In recent years, they've really started to um, experiment on types. And I felt that was a really nice one that they chose yeah. to experiment with. Replacing Krabby and Kingler, I have Cubchoo and Beartick. Yes, nice. Also good choices. Honestly, I wish Beartick was like ice fighting, but they're just another straight ice type. Beartick would have been on my team in Gen 5, but Cubchoo evolves relatively late. It's not super late. Like I know that was the theme yeah. with Gen 5 Pokemon. You also get it very late. Like It comes so late in the game. Yep. Like, knowing the Pokemon before playing the game, I'm like, I want Cubchoo on my team. And I couldn't really do that. But I still love the design, and that's why it's here. Now, uh, replacing Voltorb and Electrode. I have another electric type, though. Toxil and Toxitricity. Great choices. Yeah, they're fun. Toxitricity was on my team in Gen 8. I I love how there's two (laughs) forms of it as well. Like, that's one thing I kind of wish... I paid more attention to while composing the list is I wish I had more Pokemon that had different forms. And I know, I I think this is the second Pokemon I have with an alternate form, but fantastic design. I love like the sort of rock star uh, design choice with the Pokemon. Another poison type, 
I've had a lot of poison types in this little uh, section of my list. Replacing Execute and Executor, I have Pancham and Pangoro from ah, the Kalos good. region, but mostly for Pancham, to be honest with you. Pancham from the uh, anime, I think it was Serena had a Pancham. It was really, really cool. Kind of reminded me of uh, Squirtle from the Squirtle Squad. Like, he had that sort of attitude. So he's a really cool Pokemon. And then from Gen 5, replacing Cubone and Marowak, I have another ground type, uh, Drillbur and Excadrill. Yes. Okay, that is a good choice. Excadrill's great. Excadrill was one of those Pokemon like Scizor. I'm like, second I saw it, I knew it had to be on my team. Yeah. And it's a ground steel type. It's not that unique of a type, but I appreciate a well-designed Pokemon. So that's why it's on the list. Well, I feel like it's a very simple design too, right? Like it puts its claws and its metal helmet thing together, forms the drill, spins around. But just like even from the anime and stuff, Iris's Excadrill was such like, like don't bother me. I have better things to do. <laughs> I don't want to deal with you. Go away. Like Ash's Charizard. Exactly. <laughs> kind of, yeah. So the next three Pokemon, 106, 107, 108 are a basic Pokemon. So replacing Hitmonlee, Hitmonchan, and Lickitung, I have Halucha, Absol, and Mawile. All great choices. Yep. I love Halucha. One of the greatest designed Pokemon, I think, in terms of the theme. And Flying Press is a really cool move because it's treated both as a fighting and a flying type move. That was a series first. And Ash has a Halucha, and he's awesome as well. Absol and Mawile, fantastic designs. They can Mega Evolve. And... Absol, yeah, is only one type in Dark, but Absol is like one of the coolest looking Dark Pokemon. Mawile being Steel Fairy is also, I think, a surprisingly decent type. So replacing Coughing and Wheezing, I'm doing this for Joe. Yes. Should be on every list. Garbodor <laughs> was like Bidoof for me. I hated it because it was stupid, but now I love it because it's stupid. And replacing... Rhyhorn and Rhydon. I would have kept Rhyhorn and Rhydon, but I literally had no more space for three-stage Pokemon. Three-stage Pokemon go like that in Gen 1. There's not yeah, very many of there's them. there's not very many, eh? There's yeah. so many two-stage Pokemon I want to hear the weird thing, too, just as, like, an aside for mm -hmm. everybody listening. When I did this, kind of the way I looked at it, it's I looked up all the three, three stages and then, like, went and replaced three stages... I didn't realize that there's barely any three stages across the whole series. Like, every gen only has, like, a handful yeah. of three stages. In fact, Gen 4 has, like, other than the starter lines, only has two three-stage Pokemon. Mm -hmm. It's nuts. Anyway, that's the aside, but continue. So, I have here, replacing Rhyhorn and Rhydon, Snover and Abomasnow. Uh, Abomasnow, uh, yeah. yeah, they were the first grass-ice type, mm -hmm. and... They're, I think I want to say it's my favorite Ice-type Pokemon uh, line. Uh, and Obama Snow can Mega Evolve. Yeah. So give me all <laughs> those Mega Stones in this game. I'm cramming it full of Mega Stones. This is another run of three Pokemon that don't evolve. So replacing Chansey, Tangela, which I included earlier in my list, and Kangaskhan. I have Kecleon, Dedenne, and Mimikyu. The den I tries hard. I'm going to just do a quick explanation for all three of these. Kecleon I picked because I love chameleons, and he's the only chameleon Pokemon, and I just love the whole thing in the game where like you see Kecleons randomly at points. 
the Dene I picked because, yes, I know I don't have Pikachu, but I need a Pokemon that is sort of like the Pikachu of the generation. So I picked the Dene because the Dene is my favorite of those sort of like Pachirisu, Emolga, uh, Plusleminen type Pokemon. And then Mimikyu is just a fantastic Pokemon. I love the lore behind it. And Ghost Fairy is a really cool type to have. So back to more two-stage Pokemon that are in Gen 1. There's so many. Uh, Horsey and Seedra have been swapped with Ponyard and Bisharp. Very nice Bisharp, choice. I, I don't know exactly how to pronounce that one. It's weird. Amazing design. And Pokemon that, you know, it's this later in the list. It evolves at a higher level than you normally would think Pokemon would evolve at. Um, then more Water-type Pokemon. I'm just getting rid of here. Goldeen and Seeking have been swapped with Skrelp and Dragalge. Skrelp is poison water, so I got I have water representation, but Dragalge is such a cool type being poison dragon. And it still has the water sort of feel to it, and it has that pool of moves it can learn from Skrelp still. So I really like the Pokemon in that regard. And then I swapped Staryu and Starmie out with what I feel are better water types being Wimpod and Golisopod. So it's the second bug water I have on my list that is also from Gen 7. Wimpod is fantastic. I just love the Pokemon that are kind of really scared that and like scurry away from you that evolve into like this beast of a Pokemon. And Golisopod was on my team in Gen 7, so I have a soft spot for that. Uh, speaking of another Pokemon from Gen 7, I cut Mr. Mime and I included Wishiwashi. I love Very the nice sort choice. of gimmick that wishy-washy has with the school form and i love like wishy-washy alone makes it on just because of the new pokemon snap sort of encounter you have with it that was such a cool moment in that game i guess i started with cutting mr mime but this is a huge run of basic pokemon that don't evolve scyther got promoted on my list but i swapped scyther out with shuckle being another bug type uh shuckle is amazing it needs an evolution yesterday i shout out to dorkley's uh, stuff they do with Shuckle. It's amazing. Watch uh, all those Shuckle videos that they've done. Oh, it's so good. Uh, swapped a Psychic-type Pokemon out for a new Psychic-type. I cut Jinx because Jinx is awful. And I replaced it with Unknown because if I have Unknown, I have the entire alphabet of Unknown that I can have. So I thought that was a smart swap. Replacing Electabuzz, another Pokemon that has multiple forms that is a Electric-type, I have Rotom being well, pure electric that or is it electric ghost it's electric ghost it's yeah, electric so, ghost yes yeah so uh rotom was a clear choice to swap uh replacing magmar i have another fire type another favorite of mine from gen 3 being torkoal for whatever reason i always thought torkoal was fire ground but it's just pure fire so it's actually a really good yeah. swap for magmar yeah one for one swap so i i removed pincer completely i thought i would keep pincer but yeah, I, I, have, evolves. I know but i have another pokemon that is like my all-time favorite pokemon that can also mega evolve being heracross yes oh, okay fair. heracross is legitimately i think one of the greatest pokemon of all time he's so cool for years i wanted heracross to have an evolution or a pre-evolution but he's just perfect the way he is and i refer to him as he because female heracross sucks male heracross's horn is amazing staying at Pokemon number 128, I have Tauros, because you still need to find Pokemon in the Safari Zone, and Tauros needs to be in the Safari Zone. But do you catch them with guns? 
<laughs> no. Yes. <laughs> so replacing Magikarp and Gyarados. What? Wow. Hot take. Yep. Spicy. I've never been a That's fan like of nuclear. Gyarados. That is very nuclear. Gyarados Mega Evolves. I know it, but I have a lot of Mega Evolution already represented on this list, and I still, I think, have a f- one. Yeah, I have w- at least one or two more Megas. Actually, I have four when I look forward at my list. Holy uh, cow. Another amazing Pokemon, Larvesta and Volcarona. I wanted to have another Pokemon that evolves really late, this late on my list. Volcarona, phenomenal Pokemon. It was on my team in Gen 5, and it's not been removed since. It's that good. I love it that much. And Firebug is such a cool type as well. It was the first Firebug Pokemon. Or Bug Fire, I guess, is Bug's the primary type. So the next three Pokemon, Lapras, Ditto, and Eevee, all remain on the list because Eevee has to. Lapras is really cool because Ash had one. And Ditto because Ditto is amazing. Ditto can be anything you want it to be. So for the three Eeveelutions, replacing Vaporeon, Jolteon, and Flareon, I took them all out. Oh, wow. Umbreon, Espeon, and Sylveon. Umbreon and Espeon, I I love the evolving in the day, evolving in the night sort of thing that they have there. And Sylveon, I was a last-minute decision because I realized I should probably have more Fairy-type Pokemon, and I could just I could live with not putting Glaceon on. So Glaceon would have was originally in this spot for me, but it kind of makes sense because you know Umbreon and Espeon are a pair, and then Sylveon comes later by itself. Glaceon was paired with Leafeon, so. I kind of use that as a justification. Yeah, and then the like the fairy dark psychic kind of works well together. Plus, they all evolve from some kind of form of friendship, so that's a like exactly thematically very like work like that works very well. I even think with the other the other types for Eevee's evolutions, you can in I think at least in Arceus evolve it just using the stones now. So they they at least made it a yes. little easier. Yes, that, I don't know if that was an Arceus. It might have been, but it was also in um, Brilliant Diamond, Shining Pearl. Replacing Porygon, I, a, a Pokemon I love, by the way, but you know Porygon's got a, two more evolutions. I couldn't include it anywhere else. Uh, I have Klefki. I love yes. Klefki. Oh, good Klefki's choice. such a troll Pokemon. It's so good. I stand by Giancarlo in defending Klefki. If Giancarlo's friends listen to this podcast... I will stand by Giancarlo and defend Klefki to the death. Yep, so, I will too. Klefki's great. So now we're on to the fossil Pokemon. I, I did not keep Ammonite, Omastar, Kabuto, or Kabutops. Heresy! Thank you, General Zod. Uh, I swapped them out for my favorite fossil Pokemon. So I swapped Ammonite and Omastar out for Tortuga and Caracosta. So okay, I got I the water type, the water rocks. Yeah, there. rock water, you got that. I, then I replaced Kabuto and Kabutops with my favorite fossil Pokemon of all time, Tyrant and Tyrantrum. They are rock dragon type. I think that's such a cool type. And it's a T-Rex Pokemon. Like, right, come on. How yeah, could you? Gotta, you yeah, you got to yeah. have that. Uh, Aerodactyl I kept because I'm like, you know what? I like having five fossil Pokemon. And Ter- Aerodactyl's got the, the fact they can Mega Evolve going for it also. Now, Snorlax used to be 143. I've since moved Snorlax up. So I'm like, okay, I need some more dragon Pokemon. I put Drudagon here. Drudagon is such an underrated Pokemon, I think, from Gen 5. And you get it relatively late in the game, so it makes sense it would be on my list this late. 
So I had to keep Dredagon there. Now we're on to legendary Pokemon. Articuno, Zapdos, and Moltres. The yep. original trio. I sort of hummed and hawed about this. And I'm like, you know what? I like having a trio of legendaries. I don't want I didn't want to pick and choose legendaries from each generation that I could put in these spots. So I'm like, okay, what is my favorite trio of legendaries? And I have to go with Raiko, Suicune, and Entei. Because really? I think the dogs from Gen 2 are some of my favorite legendary Pokemon to this day. I just love their designs and sort of the mythology around them. I find that really, they, in my opinion, I don't think there's been a, tri- a trio of legendaries that are as good as them since then in terms of like design. like The only thing about them that I don't like is that they're just a single type. But I love Gen 2 and I just love the Japanese feel that, that these three Pokemon have. So I had to include them for that reason. So for my pseudo legendary replacing Dratini uh, and its line I have Gibble, Gabite and Garchomp. Yep. This was so close. It was so close to being Larvitar, Pupitar, Tyranitar. What was the what was the ticker? I love the Dragon Ground type. And the only reason Metagross fell out is because it I needed more Dragon type Pokémon. All of them could mega evolve. So they all had that going for them. I couldn't hold one over the other because of that. But I really like Mega Garchomp compared to Mega Tyranitar. I actually despise Mega Tyranitar's design. I think it looks yeah, stupid. I agree with you there. Oh, with and, the weird like chest eyes. Yeah, and like the weird things coming out of its like shoulders or whatever. And like I'm just not a fan of that. So Garchomp beat Metagross because of the dragon typing, and then beat Tyranitar because of the Mega. So that's why I included Garchomp as my pseudo. And lastly, very cliche, very safe, very classic picks. I kept Mewtwo and Mew. I think they're they're a great pair to have. I love the whole lore, the nostalgia behind these two Pokemon. So I'm playing it really safe with them. So that is my 151. I liked it. Why don't you share some stat breakdowns, Mateo, for us? We'll pull up a pie chart here uh, so that the viewers can see um, kind of like the percentage breakdown. But why don't you like give us some uh, raw numbers? I did a decent job of having type parity on my list. Uh, the only type that's below double digits is dragon type. And I did that purposely. I felt like seven, even seven dragon types might be pushing it. Because I feel, still view dragon as like the boss type of Pokemon. So quickly though... Uh, I have 13 grass types, 12 fire types, 24 water types, and 24 is still a lot, But and that's the most of any single type I have, but I still cut down, I forgot what exactly the number was originally that Gen 1 had, 14 normal types, 12 electrics, 14 flyings, 12 fighting, 15 bug, I had a lot of bug Pokemon, 14 rock, 14 ground, 11 ghost, 13 poison, 10 psychic, and 10 ice i thought that was a little bit low for psychic but when i looked at all the psychic pokemon there actually really isn't that many really in my opinion well-designed psychic pokemon seven dragon like i said 15 dark 13 steel and 11 fairy so this is just me free counting based on the color coordination i did on my list so my math could be off so if my math is off feel free to make fun of me in the comments 
yeah. and then the last stat that I have is out of the original 151, how many did I keep? We all have to keep at least one because we all have to keep Eevee. But I kept 30 out of 151. And to be honest with you, that is actually a little more than I expected. So I, like, if I didn't keep Shelter and Cloister, that would have been 28. So you guys might be around that as my early guess. But yeah, 30 of 151. Mateo, it's roughly 20%. Yeah. That's pretty cool. I feel like I represented my taste in Pokemon well here. There's a lot of Gen 3, mm -hmm. a lot of Gen 4, a lot of my favorite Pokemon of all time are on the list. There's a few I unfortunately couldn't keep, but then those were more Gen 3 Pokemon. So, But there's a lot of three-stage Gen... There's two three-stage Gen 3 Pokemon I wish I had on here, but I couldn't. All in all, really happy with my list. Very solid Pokedex. I would play this game. A lot of Mega Evolution, which I like. So because you're doing the, the heavy Megas stuff, Mateo, uh, would you set this in Kalos? No, I, I want a new region. Spiral Mountain. <laughs> yes, the Spiral Mountain region. We'll, put, yep, we'll okay. bring Banjo into Pokemon because Microsoft won't make a, a Banjo game. Mateo, you could have had Ursaring to be Banjo. You, you have uh, Beartick to be Boggy. And you have Excadrill to be Bottles. But he didn't include Ursaring. I couldn't. You have Talonflame to be Kazooie. Doesn't miss the mark. Yeah. In any case, uh, this is really fun. So... Um, again, like this is a series, so Gino and I will both be sharing our Pokedex in um, upcoming episodes. Um, we hope you enjoyed this. The next episode should be out in about a week. Um, and that brings us to the end of today's quest. If you liked what you heard, hit that like, subscribe, or follow button. If you want to contribute to the conversation, let us know any ideas for upcoming quests, or just share your thoughts. Leave us a comment. Tell us the Pokemon you would have put on. Tell Mateo he counted wrong. Tell us which Pokemon he shouldn't have removed i.e. Gyarados and we'll see you next time and Mateo when I leave you to uh, give us a nice little message make a new banjo game see everybody hey, farewell <laughs>